Welcome to The Hopeful Creative. I'm your host, Gina Bow, and this is where we'll talk about how to pursue living a creative life with hope. I know how difficult it can be to do your creative thing while facing the dragons of comparison, rejection, resistance, and despair, but there is a way to do what you love to put good and beautiful things out into the world. So listen in as we talk about how to pursue your creative calling with hope and purpose. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of The Hopeful Creative. My guest today is one of my favorite people on the planet, and he also happens to be my son. Houston Bow is the youngest of my four kids, and he is not a youngin anymore. He's a college student. He's a second-year student at Grand Canyon University, where he is studying broadcasting and new media. Um, This past year, he spent a whole lot of time on a project that he's going to tell us about today, and I've been able to watch him work through all the highs and lows of tackling a big project like this, and we're going to talk about some of those things. Houston has always been a very creative child, and he's tried a whole lot of different things. He's a He's a songwriter, he's a board game developer, he, um, he does just all kinds of things, and he has a real heart for doing good work and impacting people in really positive ways. So I'm thrilled to let you hear a little bit from Houston. And of course, as a mom, just super proud to hear what he has to say and to share that with you. So join me for a few minutes here of getting to know my youngest child, who is no longer a child, this young man who's doing really good things. So um, enjoy Houston Bow today on The Hopeful Creative. Hello, Houston. Hello, hello. How's it going? Good. How's Phoenix life? Phoenix is good. It's hot. It is hot. It's not super fun waking up to 95 degree weather every morning, but uh, enjoying it for the most part. Is that really really the temperature when you wake up? Yeah, it's around that. It's been really humid down here too. So not the most fun, but classes are going well. Enjoying the Phoenix life down here. I miss the seasons, miss the fall back in Nebraska for sure. That'll always be home, but enjoying Phoenix so far. Yeah. Here's the big question. Are you doing your laundry? Um, I've been down here for, <laughs> <laughs> I think, maybe 30, around 30 days, so close to a month, and I've done my laundry once. So uh, okay. um, you kind of sh- just rolling through clothes as I can and doing my best, but <laughs> I think I'm doing a good job. <laughs> I shouldn't ask those kinds of questions. Yeah, that's a, um, that's a hard leadoff question. Sheesh. I know, I know. Okay, so I, you know, this this podcast is all about uh, living a creative life and some of the things that we face as creatives and how uh, we can face some things that are discouraging at times and just how we handle that and things like that. But um, you, obviously, as your mother, I know that you, um, I've had 20 years almost to to watch your life and you are for sure a very creative person. And you have exercised that creativity in a lot of different ways um, over the 20 years that I've known you. Um, Most recently, that creativity took the form of a pretty big project. Um, So tell us about that project. And um, yeah, Yeah. I'll ask you some more about it. But tell us us about what that project was. Yeah, so... um... Kind of decided for first year of college, um, my plan was always to go to the University of Nebraska, just with having 
three older siblings always go there and just kind of growing up being a Husker, it was kind of my plan, but um, then went down to Grand Canyon University in Phoenix, visited a little bit and just kind of fell in love with it. And um, it was a really hard decision to make that choice to go down there and just kind of felt a lot of discomfort through it all. Um, And so me and one of my best friends, Kate Rice, just kind of had the idea of how cool it would be if we could kind of film the entire journey. So that kind of all started just in his basement of, hey, let's take some videos and see what happens. We didn't really realize how big it was going to turn out to be. Um, the thought of creating a two-hour and 20-minute documentary certainly wasn't what we were shooting for. Um, but just kind of as the year went on, more shooting um, things. Whether And it was stuff where if we were out going out to an event or it was just something simple sitting in our room, we just always tried to film and document everything. Um, and then, yeah, I got to around the end of April and started the editing process, which took around three and a half months and started to realize kind of how big of a project it was going to be and kind of the opportunity we had to tell our story and to maybe um, kind of help some people through any other things that they were going through or maybe even um, inspire anybody through that was something we thought would be a really cool opportunity. So, yeah, just ended up creating a documentary called Freshman Year. It's out on YouTube one that wants to check it out and it was uh definitely the biggest project i've ever done and definitely worth it though so leading up to this project um what other kind of creative things had you done that made you think that this was even something that was doable for you like yeah you 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 always really had kind of an interest in videography and filming i mean you even in the documentary you have you have videos from when you were really young so that's always kind of been an interest of yours, but how did that, how did, how did you get to the point where you thought, okay, this might be something we could do? Yeah. Um, shout out to one of my best friends, Zach Little. When we were really, really little, when we were really little, we always um, kind of ran around and made these stories and adventures up. And so that creativity and imagination was kind of something I felt like I always had. Um, but then we started bringing out one of our little cameras and shooting some stuff. And I just kind of fell in love with the process of setting something up, shooting it and being uh, able to go back and view that was just such a fun process. So um, really, honestly, like as far as technology goes and growing up and that kind of stuff, my knowledge is still fairly low. Um, but we basically just said, let's just get, take our iPhones and try to just shoot everything. And so I think it was cool. That's because that's a part of it, too, is just we didn't really have a whole lot of technology and, and nowadays in the modern culture, you can do so much stuff with not a whole lot of equipment. Um, so it's kind of a thing where just throwing it onto there and just like seeing what would happen, I guess has kind of always been something that I've just tried to do. Even if you're going into a project where you have no idea what's going to look like, um, just literally taking out a camera, hitting record and saying, let's see what happens. And sometimes it results in <laughs> a complete failure and horrible things I've had plenty of projects in the past where I've been an hour in and just realized what the heck am I doing? This is absolutely horrible. So you're definitely going to have plenty of those and several of those processes. That's really frustrating once you get done and realize you haven't made a whole lot of progress, but then there's going to be times where you start going and you feel confident about it and you keep building on it and it can result in some pretty special things. So yeah, I guess it's just kind of always something I'd been interested in. So were there moments throughout the year? I mean, once you committed to this, did you feel like I'm going to see this through or were there moments throughout the year that you thought, man, this is just, you know, what, what in the world did I take on here? And, and 
did you ever get to the point, you know, mid mid semester or mid year where you just thought, man, I, I don't know that I want to keep doing this. Yeah. I think, I think because it started out as so, so little, like we, I think if I would have started out with the thought of, okay, we're going to make this two and a half hour long documentary and it's going to be this huge thing. And there's going to be all these parts to it. I think I would have been a lot more stressed about it, but the fact that it started out as something so little and just an idea and like, let's just have fun with it and film some stuff. Cause it wasn't ever as if, you know, we were putting people in position and I was in a directing role. It was just, if we're out somewhere, I'm just going to record things and we'll see what happens. So there were definitely times where we were, at places and I thought, Oh, this would be really cool. But I kind of just wanted to be in the moment and just enjoy it. So I think there's definitely some things that we probably missed out on filming. Um, and especially I'd say January, February, that time we probably got the least amount of footage because I had just come off of Christmas break and we were kind of getting back into just the college vibe and the college life. And so I kind of stopped filming some stuff, um, then got around March and started hanging out with some different people and different personalities on camera and stuff. And, kind of started diving back into it. And thankfully I had hours and hours of film from the first semester to kind of carry the first half to three fourths of the documentary. Um, and then the editing process as a whole was, I would say the thing that was most frustrating and the hardest to deal with. And there were definitely times 30 minutes in or an hour in where I'm just, I couldn't figure something out on the program or the video wasn't looking how I wanted it to. And I was, I was definitely close to calling, calling it quits, but I just, I had put so much work into it and so many people were expecting and anticipating it to be this cool thing to look back on. So I definitely felt like I had committed to it and there was no way I wasn't going to see it through. So. Mm -hmm. so for people that are listening, this documentary basically follows your, your entire freshman year from the, the time you leave home in August um, until you return home at the end of April. And, and really you're documenting your life, but you're documenting the lives of um, a group of your friends that you kind of follow through the whole year. And it was their freshman year as well. Um, so that just for people listening, that's, that's what the documentary yeah. is all about. Um, so what do you feel like, what kind of, what kind of roadblocks did you face? And, and I'm asking that knowing near the end of the project, <laughs> some of the things that happened, but um, from your perspective throughout the year and as, as you were kind of tackling this project, what, what were some of the roadblocks that you faced? Well, one thing that I'm really incredibly happy that I didn't face was the fact that I'm incredibly lucky to have all the people that were down here and the friends that I have that are okay with me just kind of shoving a camera in their face because there's not mm -hmm. a whole lot of groups of people that would, you know, be okay with me just carrying a camera around everywhere and filming absolutely everything. But everybody was so like, Oh, I want to get on camera. And it kind of brought out the best in everybody. So I was incredibly lucky to not run into any of those types of issues with filming. Um, but around, around the end of summer, um, really trying to edit the whole thing. There were definitely a lot of just um, digital and technological kind of struggles and roadblocks that I faced within the programs of editing. And then also had this idea. We thought it would be super cool to rent out a movie theater and get, you know, hundred, 150 people out to watch it and do a premiere night. So we rented out Edgewood movie theater and those two weeks of prep um, to get it showing at the movie theater were probably 
the two of the most stressful weeks of my life. We <laughs> had to figure out whether or not we were going to burn it to a DVD or whether or not we were going to play it to a flash drive. And so we burned it to a DVD a couple of times and the quality wasn't good, but the sound was really good. And then the sound was horrible, but the quality was great. And it was just kind of an absolute nightmare to put it all through. So literally by about 6.50, we had the movie theater from 7 to 9.30. The plan was to start it at 7.00. And around six, six, six to six or seven o'clock, we we really didn't know if it was going to work. And it was so stressful because we had gotten all these people who were there to support and cared so much about it and was just so incredibly blessed to have that audience there. And literally sitting in the back of the theater thinking like, dear God, like, please, like, work. Like, I did not do all this editing and do all this just for it to fail on me. So it was definitely hard, but just, oh my gosh, just the satisfaction to feel of putting something and putting really everything I had of the past year into a project and having it come to fruition was just incredibly special and just such a blast overall. And I know one thing that you and I have talked about is one of the things that, that, that made it such a, a huge sense of accomplishment for you was you had felt like over the years that maybe you had started some things and, um, not finished some of those things. And, and I can relate to that because I feel like I've done a lot, a lot of that over the years. Like I'm an idea person. And so, uh, I will start a lot of things and go, Oh crap. You know, now, now what I gotta, am I going to get this thing finished? And I've watched a lot of things fall by the wayside. And I know that you had said that, um, that was one of the things that, you know, you, you've started several things and, and some big projects too, which just because they aren't done yet, doesn't mean they're not going to get done, but, um, I yeah. know that was a big sense of accomplishment for you, right? Yeah. And I, I'm so much of a person where this could be a project. It could be homework. It could be anything. If I can sit down and focus on it, I feel like a lot of the time I can get it done, but it's those, you know, it's those, it's those minutes of pulling out my computer and, and opening it and sitting down and trying to focus. That's really hard. It's kind of the whole, you know, getting out of the bed in the morning. That's the hardest part. Like once I can mm-hmm. get to the gym, I'm okay. And I can kind of get in the zone. Um, but yeah, I feel like I've, I've sat down and opened up my notes app and said, okay, here's the title of my, my album that I'm going to make about 40,000 times without ever Mm -hmm. actually like making an album or sitting down and saying, oh, here's this awesome idea for a video I have, let's do it. And then two weeks, you know, pass and I have zero progress made. So it was just kind of the idea of if I can put this whole project together, then I felt like, you know, doing my homework or doing other, any little small project I felt like would be such an easy thing to accomplish. And so mm-hmm. Kate and I especially just kind of felt too, like if we could inspire anybody through watching this process and seeing how difficult it was to get done, if that could motivate or inspire anyone to do anything in their life, then we'd be pretty happy to do it. So so what do you, as a, as a person, as a creative person, what do you do in those moments when you know, something just does not go right. Like technologically something falls apart or you, you come up against something when you're like, it's not working, it's not working. Or, you know, what do you do to, what do you do to kind of rein in your emotions? What do you do to stay motivated? You know, what do you do to, to just keep putting one foot in front of the other? Yeah, I would say even up until about a year ago, I was horrible at doing that. I mean, I, I really was a quitter when it came to things like that. I would, I would face adversity and I was pretty bad at trying to push through. Um, I guess for the documentary, mostly it was just kind of that feeling and, 
and sense. Not that it was a burden because I never felt like it was that. Um, but I felt like I was just so excited and happy to get it done. And I just kind of kept thinking about the satisfaction of what that would feel like once it's done. Um, and that's not an easy thing to do to kind of look to the end and just really focus on that. But I don't have too many things really honestly that I can say that when I face adversity or something goes wrong that I do. Um, I think it's just kind of focusing and trusting that in the end it's going to work out. And I, I, I'd love and be totally interested to find out more ways that, that people really do try to, you know, get through that kind of stuff. Cause I still think I'm not super great at it. So mm-hmm. I guess I don't have a lot of advice there, honestly, but keep pushing and good things will come. Yeah. I think, I think what you said about keeping the end in mind, you know, to have that goal, I think that that helps push anybody through sometimes, you know? Um, and I do think, you know, having watched you go through this process, I feel like, um, and I'm a little bit this way too, that once you tell somebody (laughs) that something is going to (laughs) happen, there's this, there's this built in accountability, like, okay, I said I was going to do this thing and people are expecting it to be done. And, and I don't know, I'm not sure how healthy that is, (laughs) how that is to kind of put yourself in that position. But, but I think, I think that was part of it for you that you had set up this expectation, like I'm, I'm going to do this thing. And, and you had a lot of people just kind of counting on you to finish. And yeah, and I I think too, is it's surrounding yourself with the right people that are going to push you in the right ways. Cause I was so, you know, it was every single text this summer when I didn't want to edit a part where someone would text me and say, so looking forward to seeing the documentary. You know, it's you're surrounding yourself with the right people that are going to motivate you, but in the right ways, too. You know, they I had nobody texting me saying, oh, my gosh, what's taking so long? I need you to finish this. It was always can't wait for this to be done. I'm so excited for you, dude. It's going to be awesome. So mm-hmm. I'm super lucky to have people that were there to support me and just kind of have accountability partners in that. And so pushing each other in different ways, I think, is super, super important. So who are, who are some people in your life, um, that you feel like you can look at and go, yeah, they've, they've kind of been the voice of encouragement to me. Um, and you mentioned like your friends that would text you over the summer and things like that. But, but I know that there are are other like organizations or professional people that have inspired you in different ways. And so just speak to that a little bit, like people that have, have done things that you've thought, man, that's really cool. And you want to model something that you do after that. Yeah, I think um, one of my biggest um, inspirations and just people that I look to is the rapper NF. Um, he's just everything. First of all, he does is so cool. But his whole, you know, kind of niche around his music, his kind of mantra is real music is kind of the title around everything. Um, he never is fake about anything that he does and every single album he puts out, you know, he's got so many people on his back telling him, Hey, I need you to get this done. I need you to do this, or let's do it this way to impress our audience. Or let's, you know, write lyrics like this. Let's make a happy song. And he's just so good at staying true to himself. And so that's one thing that I've kind of struggled with is like, I'm going to make this because I want to impress people in this way. When really the true goal of everything is like, I want to be pushing this out. First of all, um, just to kind of show people my true self and like who I am. So I think that's something that has been super cool to me. All of his music um, is just so real and so personal and it's amazing. Um, and then, yeah, I think my, my roommates and my close friend group is everybody that I'm around inspires me. And I think that's just what's so important is getting around people that all my roommates, we do so many different 
things. And so I, I think kind of putting yourself in different arenas of art is just super cool to be able to be inspired in different ways. Because if I'm in the film room and I'm around 20 videographers every single day, we're probably going to have a lot of the same ideas and interests and similarities. So if I'm putting myself in situations where I'm around people that are a lot different than me, then I think I can learn a lot more about what I'm interested in or kind of the other things that inspire me. And then not that this seems like a little bit of a cop out, but I, I mean, I have a pretty creative mother. So that, that helps out <laughs> a little bit. I think, I mean, growing up just I, around you being around songwriting and stuff is always kind of helped. I feel like. I swear that's not why I asked the question. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know you weren't going in that direction, but, um, and then, but you, I, but you can say nice things about me all you want. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I've just seen, I think it was cool too. Cause when I was kind of taking a leap of faith and going down to college, um, in a totally different state and moving away, Harrison, my, you know, older brother was moving to Nashville to pursue music. So we kind of were stepping out and seeking discomfort right at the same times in our lives in different ways. But, um, so he inspires me too. And just his music is so awesome. That's kind of a shameless plug right there too. I'm just shouting out all my family <laughs> yeah. members at this point. Um, yes, please do. but yeah, so I guess that's kind of, I'm, I'm super blessed with the people that are around me. So, so what's next? Do you have ideas, plans? <laughs> like, what are you, I know you've had a lot of people ask if you're going to film your sophomore year. And I believe, yeah. I believe the answer to that is no. <laughs> yeah. That's a popular question. Are we getting a, uh, my plan is to graduate in three years. So people are wondering, is this a three-parter? Are we getting a trilogy here? Sophomore, junior year? I, I'm sorry. No, that is, is the answer to that. <laughs> um, I love doing freshman year. It was, it's probably the most fun I've ever had doing anything in my life, but um, it was a whole lot of work and I'm ready to focus on some smaller projects. I think for a while, um, have a couple of friends that have told me some really cool stories in their lives about their childhood. And so we've got some ideas for some short films that we're thinking about doing. Um, and then literally my, my buddy Kate, literally, as we sat down and you said, we're doing a podcast was like, okay, we're starting a podcast. So I know that's the best, like cliche thing ever you have one deep conversation with your boys late at night and you're like let's start a podcast <laughs> but I think we'd be able to make some pretty entertaining stuff so that's possibly something to be um on the lookout for and then yeah just kind of whatever I feel God puts on my heart to work on I'm 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 kind of like I said I'm kind of bad at starting things so I hope I continue to get better at kind of honing in on things and getting yeah. stuff done so we'll see Okay, last question, because this is called the Hopeful Creative. What's giving yep. you hope? What's giving you hope these days? Man, um, I, had a, I had a chance to go to um, a camp up in Flagstaff about um, just about two and a half hours north of Phoenix, and it was called Camp Love. I uh, had a chance to be a, a life group leader for that camp and um, really got to dive into the scripture of John. And there's just so much hope in the Bible in general, but I think kind of shifting my mindset and really diving into the Word has been giving me a lot of hope recently. Um, and I think as Christians, we're obviously all called to do that, but we're pretty, I'm, I'm typically pretty bad at getting into the Word. And so I think um, there's a lot of scripture that's kind of been put on my heart recently that has given me hope. And I know that's kind of a little bit of a blanket statement, but I think trying to just, I've got so much going on in my life right now and I find myself really stressed out and a little bit hopeless when I'm so focused on school or I'm so focused on, you know, things that don't matter. But when I really try to put Jesus at the center of my life, I've, I've seen the difference that that has made. Um, so yeah, I guess that's one thing that's given me hope recently. Mm -hmm. Um, I think the past 
two to five years of the movie industry has been pretty subpar. And there's a lot of films coming out. I totally switching gears here. There's a lot of films coming out in the <laughs> next couple of years that I'm super hopeful for that are going to be awesome. So the movie industry, the last couple of years has kind of disappointed me. So I'm hoping that I'm huge into the Marvel cinematic universe. So the MCU hopefully will ramp up here in the next couple of years. That's hopefully <laughs> getting me hope for that. Um, but yeah, I guess that's kind of, I love that, man. That, yeah. that spans the spectrum from Jesus to the MCU. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's no two I love things in life, honestly. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I love that. That's Jesus awesome. and the Avengers, baby. Let's go. <laughs> what more do you need? Yeah. Okay. Um, this has been awesome. I love, I love hearing about just yeah, all of your adventures, whatever they are. And, you know, I'm your biggest fan and, and believe that there's, there's a, huge things ahead for you just as a human being, but as somebody who wants to put good things out into the world. And I know that as I've watched you over the years, I've just seen that um, you do have a lot of big ideas and you, there's a lot of different things that you want to do, but at the core of what you want to do um, is to have a positive impact on people. And you've made that very evident over the years. And, you know, that makes me, first of all, just very proud as a mom, but also just very excited for the people that are going to be the recipients of your work, um, because I think it's going to do a lot of good for a lot of people. So keep, yeah. keep at Thank it. You. Keep at it. Thanks, all Mama. Right. Appreciate it. Thanks. Thanks for being on here. I love you. Of course. Ya. I'd love to be back at some point, man. Let me make of me a course. recurring guest, please. I'd love oh, it. Uh, I would love that. Do I get to be a guest on your podcast? <laughs> well, we'll see. Well, I don't know if you've earned that hey, right yet. No, I'm kidding. Wait. Yes, you'll be the first guest, I promise. <laughs> oh, jeez. Okay, that sounds good. All right. Uh, then we'll talk soon. Awesome. Sounds great, Mom. Oh, I love that kid. He is a good guy, and he's doing good things. So obviously, as a mom, super proud of who he's grown into be as a young man and, and what he's doing with his life. Really excited to see the things that he puts out into the world. He has such a strong desire to do good and to reach a lot of people. So really excited about that. Again, his documentary is called Freshman Year. You can find it on YouTube. It's produced by Hojo Bo Productions. If you feel like it, reach out to Houston and let him know what you think of the documentary. Um, follow him on social media, subscribe to his channel, all those good things. And he would love to uh, have your support as well, I'm sure. So thanks for being here again on The Hopeful Creative. And we will see you next time.